This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. I'm recording this outside in New Hampshire on my 70th birthday. I had a nice family gathering yesterday at the fairgrounds here in, in town, an outdoor setting with about 11 of uh, my family members, mostly kids and grandkids and uh, a couple others, so that was, that was fun. And now that's over, and I can uh, start on my next 70 years. Today I'm going to be talking about the spiritual nature of consciousness. I read and listen to what other people are writing and teaching about what is called non-dual reality or non-dual awareness. Now, not a lot. I'm more interested in presenting what I have seen in an original and authentic way and not just repeating or borrowing from others' way of expressing it. But I do some reading and some listening to see how others express it. I have heard teachers repeat the idea that the brain does not produce consciousness. They say that consciousness exists apart from, separate from, the brain. One person compared the brain to a radio receiver that picks up the radio waves of cosmic consciousness. And they use out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, and past life memories as evidence that consciousness exists independent of the body. Many think that when the body dies, there's no significant change in consciousness, that we continue to exist as we always have, only without a human body. I disagree. To address this, I need to make clear that we are in the realm of ideas here, and ideas are by nature dualistic and therefore ultimately false, but some ideas point to reality more clearly than others. I think that the idea of consciousness-body dualism points people in the wrong direction. Consciousness is caused by the brain. That is a consensus of medical science, and I have no spiritual reason to challenge that. The human brain, along with the central nervous system, produces consciousness. Out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, and so-called past-life memories are simply the brain at work producing experiences. They say nothing about the independence of consciousness from the body. There's no reason to think that consciousness is something outside the brain which resides temporarily in the body. That's the old body-mind dualism, the so-called ghost in the machine. It is the idea that a soul enters the body at birth or at 
conception and then leaves the body at death. In early 20th century, they even conducted experiments to prove that the soul left the body by measuring the weight of the body before and after death. They famously determined that the soul weighs 21 grams. That experiment was later discredited. The body and consciousness are one and cannot be separated. As far as we can determine, the brain produces consciousness. This has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt. The connection between brain and consciousness can be seen easily by us if we've ever known anyone with a brain injury or a degenerative brain disease. Injury to the brain changes consciousness. Making changes to the function of the brain can eliminate consciousness, like when one is under general anesthesia. anesthesia. It is clear that the brain produces consciousness. We would not be conscious without functioning brains. That means that when the brain dies, the human consciousness dies with it. The real questions that should be asked is what is the nature and origin of this consciousness that is produced by the human brain and which is produced in other living creatures as well. We humans have no monopoly on consciousness. All you have to do is look at the fossil record and you can see there was consciousness long before Homo sapiens ever came on the scene and consciousness will be around long after our species is gone. We are nothing more than a blip in the zoological history of the Earth, not to mention the universe. The Earth is teeming with consciousness. In my backyard, where I'm recording this now, there are many species of wildlife here. I mean, there are birds and there are squirrels, and there are, we always have, almost every night or at least every week, we have a variety of mammals that visit our yard, like fox and bear and moose and and deer and many other critters, all of which are conscious, not the same type of consciousness as humans, but conscious nonetheless. I share my house inside with other forms of consciousness, including a cat and mice and spiders and occasional ants and a minion of microscopic creatures that are undoubtedly conscious. Plants are conscious. The maple trees here in my yard are conscious. Now, not self-conscious, of course, but they respond to the environment which requires consciousness. Bacteria are conscious. Single-celled organisms are conscious. Look at them under a microscope and you will instantly recognize your cousins in consciousness. The earth oozes consciousness. It grows consciousness. Consciousness is the fruit of evolution. Consciousness seems to be inherent in matter. As small as you can get into the microscopic world, you would find evidence of consciousness, probably also at the atomic and subatomic level. I don't pretend to understand quantum physics, but it seems that the randomness and the unpredictability of that level is an expression of consciousness. Physicists have found that observation of quantum phenomena can change the result. 
that seems to apply consciousness even at that level, which may be where all consciousness originates from. Now, I don't know. All this is beyond my understanding, but rudimentary consciousness in the earliest one-celled organisms did not appear by magic. It was somehow already present in the matter from which they emerged. To me, that indicates that matter is consciousness. I would go so far as to say that the universe is conscious, or that it is consciousness. Consciousness is the essence of existence. That consciousness is what we fundamentally are. We are consciousness expressing itself through a human organism. It is a nature of reality to be conscious. And the universe evolves forms of life to produce that consciousness. That is what our human bodies are. They are consciousness producing organisms which evolved self-consciousness producing organs called brains. It is likely that consciousness is expressed in a nearly infinite number of ways in this universe beyond life on earth. Together it is one infinite consciousness. That infinite consciousness is our essential nature. As the Upanishads say, that thou art. We are one with and identical to that consciousness. This consciousness is unitive awareness or non-dual awareness or cosmic consciousness. I call this consciousness Christ consciousness or simply Christ, Jesus was a human aware of his identity as Christ. This is the universal Christ, what Christians call the pre-existent Christ, what the Gospel of John calls the Word, the Logos in Greek. This is the creative and organizing and essential reality of the universe. This is what is called God in religion, for want of a better word. Our human consciousness is an expression of this awareness. The good news, the gospel, if you will, is that we can, as humans, know this experientially. To know this directly is to be saved from our tiny, time-bound existence. We can be aware as awareness. In fact, we always are awareness. It is just that the self-conscious human brain obsessed with the individual self does not notice it. It has been conditioned to ignore it. That's why the human state is called ignorance. Instead, humans identify with their separate physical and psychological existence and they decide that they are the pinnacle of creation, the crowning achievement of evolution. How vain! As Ecclesiastes says, vanity of vanities. Noticing a true nature as awareness, as this unitive consciousness, is called spiritual awakening, or enlightenment, or self-realization, or in the Christian tradition, 
salvation or eternal life. It's not just being aware of awareness as our true nature. It is being aware as awareness. When this is seen firsthand, it cannot be unseen. There's no going back. Like when Neo wakes up from the Matrix. This is taking the red pill. It is as clear as day. And one wonders how it was ever missed. How it was ever not seen. This is known from the inside as the reality at the heart of existence. This insight is the origin of all religion and spirituality, which are clumsy attempts at trying to get at this and articulate this, some better than others. All religion, to different degrees, is an expression of this and points to this. Reality is not divided into a dualism of body and mind or matter and, and spirit. Reality is not two, it is one, it is non-dual. When our bodies die and our psyches die with it, this oneness remains. The consciousness that was expressed in and through earthly life form remains not as something separate from and separated from the body, but as what is the essence of all physical existence. Furthermore, every expression that it ever took remains as part of the rich diversity of the One, which includes all time and space. Nothing and no one that is ever lived is lost because there is no time. As Einstein said, time is a very persistent illusion. There is no before and after death, no before and after physical existence, before and after are just dualistic concepts. There's only this one eternal life which includes all time and space, including all earthly, physical lives that have ever lived. They are all here now. This is what Christianity calls the communion of saints and what the traditional concept of heaven points to. This one timeless reality is what the universe is. This is what is labeled the divine or God or Christ. As the Bible says of both God and Christ, Christ is all and in all. We are this now and can consciously be this awareness. I'll say it again. All we have to do is notice this reality. And when we see it, then we rejoice in this. For this is the kingdom of God. This is what Jesus knew. And he preached, this is salvation, this is eternal life. Death holds no fear in the light of this reality because this reality is not subject to death. To live as humans aware of this reality is the spiritual life. It is the true Christian life. This is the Tao of Christ. And that is it for today.
Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.